Welcome to Equipus Church Dunedin. We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Will Levy. For more information, check out equipuschurch.com. Awesome. How are we doing, church? We good? Feeling it this morning? What great worship we had. I just love getting into the presence of God because He's the one that does everything, right? Jesus is everything. Jesus is everything. Hey, uh, thank you, uh, musician, uh, worship team. You guys, musicians can stay. Worship, singers can have a seat. We'll let you go one by one this morning. It's all good. Um, you know, uh, just if you're visiting with us this morning, one thing we're doing today is in, in, the, in the life of the Dunedin Church, uh, there's always a, 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 a coming in and a going out. There's always a time where, you know, especially with students will come in for a season of time and they'll do their study and they'll import into the life of the church and then they'll go back back out to a, a, around the world, wherever wherever the Lord leads them. But in that also, though, is there's other people that come into the life of the church for a, a season and, and then, again, might be longer than three years, four years, five years, but they input into the life of the church in a major way. And, and um, you know, we've got a couple of people that we actually want to honor this morning because of just a new chapter, a new adventure, and uh, that, that God's leading them on this morning. And so uh, the first one's, uh, uh, or the first one is the amazing Gretchen. In a moment, we're going to get both uh, these people to come up on stage, but just the amazing Gretchen, and uh, just, we've known her for a, a number of years. She's been part of the church in London. We served God together there, and we served the church there together, and and we've just seen, uh, and then she moved back here to Dunedin because Dunedin is the best place to live. Uh, <laughs> amen. And um, for a season, obviously, for, for these guys. And uh, just, um, and then she's just, she's 100% sold out to serving Jesus. And I came in and, and took on the reins of leading kids' church. Uh, and now all the, all the amazing parents need to give Gretchen a hand right now because who knows, just for, just for 40 minutes a day, we don't have to look after the kids. And, um, but more than that is she's led an amazing team and, and she's inputted into the team and inputted into the generations to come. And, and it was really exciting that Gretchen is uh, now engaged, soon to be very married. And, um, and the next chapter, the next adventure is with obviously her husband, but they're, they're going to be living in uh, Wanaka, and so that's awesome. So if you ever need free accommodation in Wanaka, all good, all good. And so in a moment, we're going to pray for you, and I'll invite you up on stage. And, um, and the other couple is the amazing Andrew and, and Liv. And uh, again, you know, just listening to, I just read their post just yesterday, just how much God has done in and through them. And, you know, Andrew's been, we've known Andrew for a number of years. Um, uh, he was with us in the Masterton Church, and then he went to Auckland, did some creative lab or um, worship uh, college, and um, then came, felt the call of God to come down to Dunedin. And uh, this is over about just about eight years ago, and he's just been serving God faithfully in and through that. And and in the on the way there, there was the amazing Liv who started off in Nelson, and and God called her to come and um, do a degree in nursing and become an amazing nurse. And uh, and who knows that the best place to meet people is in church. And uh, so they ended up kindling a relationship and uh, got married. Uh, in the life of what's going on, and Andrew's and they've, and they've just served God faithfully 
in the creative team. Andrew's led it as well and just imparted into the life of the church. And uh, we're very proud of Gretchen and Liv and Andrew. And, and this morning as a church, we just want to pray for them, honor them. And now the new, sorry, the chapter where uh, the adventure for Liv and Andrew is is still very much part of, of church and very much part of what's going, what God's doing through Equippers. But they really feel called to plant themselves in Auckland in this season. And, and we're excited about what God does in people and what God places in people to go and do what God's called them to do. And so we're going to invite you guys up on stage now because we want to give you some stuff. And obviously the amazing Desiree is coming to come up. So let's come on up here. All right. So, so Gretchen, one less thing you need. One less thing you need to organise for your wedding now is we've got your bouquet. All right. <laughs> you walk down the aisle with them. No one's going to be able to see you, but it's all right. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, just you know, babe. Just you know. Did I say that out loud? Eh? Through the microphone. That's all right. Um, it's something that I'm getting used to is, is uh, farewelling people and, and releasing and sending people. And uh, I, get, I still get emotional about it, and, but I'm more excited about what God is doing in the kingdom. Because uh, it's not about what we're doing just here in Dunedin. It's about what God's doing in the kingdom. And, and we know where you go, all of you. Uh, God will use you because that's the heart that you have. That's the that's the grace and the anointing that's on your life. You have a you all have a strong foundation in Christ, and that's what it's about. And then we get to then serve the kingdom and and outworking the grace and the gift that is on our life. And so, uh, without a doubt, you know we love you. I'm gonna look this way. <laughs> without a without a doubt, we we're excited for you. Um, obviously, we'll miss you, but we have ways of getting you back here, <laughs> whether it's kidnapping or not. Um, uh, but also, friendship lasts. You know, in First Corinthians, three things will remain, faith, hope, and love. And when we remain in those things, faith, hope, and love, relationships remain, great, all of those friendships remain. And so um, we're just going to pray with you in a moment. Do you want to say anything? <laughs> um, I've got some scripture that I want to give you. Um, Gretchen, I'll start with you. Um, Psalm 1 in the message says, I wasn't going to cry. <sighs> it's so hard to talk and cry. <sighs> um, okay, rein it in, rein it in. Um, in the message, it says this in verse 1, How well God must like you. <laughs> Um, you don't walk in the ruts. You don't stand with good for nothings. You don't take your seat among know-it-alls. Instead, you thrill to God's word. You chew on scripture day and night. You're a tree replanted in Eden, bearing fresh fruit every month, never dropping a leaf, always in blossom. And then in verse six, it said, God charts the road you take. I'm so thankful for you. And I just pray God's blessing over your next season. Um, I'm going to be there whether you want it or not. <laughs> I'm in it for the long haul. And, um, you know, it's a, it's a long-term thing. And I just declare God's faithfulness and His goodness over your life. 
you are highly favoured and he really loves you. And I can't wait to watch you in this next season of your adventure in your life and everything that's going to erupt in the coming days. Um, the best is ahead and I'm really excited and um, I just want you to remember that God really loves you. <laughs> right, I wasn't going to cry. cried in the foyer this morning. <laughs> we were um, not going to cry. <laughs> and, um, and anyway, it's good to love people that you do life with, isn't it? It's good to feel the pain and to experience the joy and to, to go the heights and go the lows. And um, I feel like um, this must be what it's like. My children haven't left home yet, but this must be what it's like for my kids <laughs> to leave home. Um, Andrew, you've been part of our life and ministry since day one. Um, we've done it together. Um, we've we've served God with everything that we've got and um, and we, we gladly release you into all that God has for you in the future. We champion you guys. Um, we're 100% behind you in the adventures and in the, the places and the, all the places you'll go, <laughs> the things that you'll do and um, the people you'll meet and the lives that you'll influence. Um, and the word that I have for you is um, as you go, do not neglect to worship. Both of you are worshippers um, and you're you're called to go first with worship. So in every new season and in every new place and in every new thing that you do, send the worship first. And my scripture for you is from Second Chronicles 20, and it talks about how Jehoshaphat, when he went into battle, he didn't fight first, he worshiped first. And um, as you go, just remember that God is incredibly faithful, and as you worship Him, He does the battling. You don't even need to battle. But as you go and you worship Him with everything that you've got, He fights for you. You just need to stand there, stand there and worship. And the lives that you're going to impact by living that way is going to be phenomenal. And I just declare God's abundance and His blessing and His favor over your next season. I declare it's going to be a season of joy and adventure. Um, and for both of both of you, it was Psalm 84. You know the, the scripture about pilgrimaging to worship? But it's more than that. Your lives become lives that God travels. And I just declare that your life will be places that God chooses to inhabit and chooses to travel with um, on a daily basis. We love you. <laughs> awesome, we're going to pray. Jesus, we thank you that we celebrate that you rode on into the hills of Jerusalem on a donkey as a king to lay your life down so that we could be made whole. Be saved from the penalty of sin. And Lord, I thank you that in all we stand here today saved by your grace. But Lord, you've also anointed and commissioned us to go into all the world and using the gifts and the grace that are on our lives to noise the kingdom of God, the glory of Christ, the gospel, the good news, that Jesus is alive and that you live and you love and you save. 
And I thank you, Lord, for the saints that are standing here today and what they've implanted into into the Dunedin environment, Lord, into the heart to serve you and serve the kingdom. But Father, I thank you that, Lord, you're leading them into new chapters, new adventures, as you'll lead every person in one day. But Lord, we thank you for the time that they've and, the, and what they've sown here, and Lord, and what they what they've what what fruit we're going to see from that. But Father, today we just thank you, and we we release and we pray and we send them into this new adventure. And Lord, that your power and your grace is sufficient in all occasions. And Lord, we just thank you for a fresh wind and a fresh anointing of your grace and your love just to pour out over them right now. Lord, that every step they take, they know that they'll be led by you. Every every moment of, of, of possible trial, Lord, you're there with them. And Lord, in every moment of stepping into what you've called them into, Lord, they know they can stand on you, Jesus. And so, Father, I thank you for Andrew and Liv and for Gretchen and the lives that they've lived and the testimonies that they've, they've written. But Lord, we thank you and we bless them and we release them to go and do what you've called them to do in a new season, a new chapter, and a new level of your grace. And so bless them, we pray in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Yeah, uh, thank you, thank you guys. Um, I suppose about nine years has been great. Um, but if I was to say anything, um, it's probably just keep worshipping. Um, in every circumstance, um, we go through uh, ups and downs. Um, but actually, like the, the foundation of like my life, um, through unknowns of moving to Auckland as an 18-year-old and then moving to Dunedin, uh, just trusting God and knowing that worship's really the foundation for that. Um, but if I was to say anything to our creative team, um, the other one too, I think we did life together. And it's really the, the prophetic word that I get is, um, and it's not about, uh, I'll just say it and then I'll explain it. Um, I really, we, we talk about um, expanding the tent and, and stretching out the pegs. And I really feel like God's saying that you might feel like you're losing a peg, but it's not about replacing the peg, it's you're expanding. Uh, it's not that you're just going to replace what was already here, but actually God's pushing us further. He's going to He's going to call us to greater worship. He's going to create us uh, uh, reach reach further people. He's going to. Um, and I've always said throughout my eight years of leading creative that I really believe that creative is a um, is a key to winning the city. And um, 
and keep, I think, I really believe that, and I don't think that's um, going now that I'm going, but I really believe that uh, as you guys um, start to think of new creative schemes and new creative ways of doing things, new creative ways of discipling people, that actually, that's a real key of winning, uh, seeing our city saved. And um, I, I don't know, we, we live, love you guys, um, and we're going to miss you. Um, we're, we're not going in hibernation. <laughs> uh, we're, we're carrying on the mission and what we believe God's um, taking us to do and uh, taking us on. And uh, we're excited for the next season. Um, Liv's uh, working in the Auckland uh, District Health Board. That's right, eh? Yeah, something like that. Um, I'm back full-time nursing, and um, I'm moving my business up there and uh, joining part of the Auckland team. Um, and we're really excited uh, for this next season. Uh, and we're really excited for the next season of the church as um, you pressed out and seeing growth in young adults, seeing growth in uh, every area's families, youth. And um, yeah, my, my only lasting words, I think, we're here for a couple more weeks, so we're not running away. Um, but my lasting words to you would be keep worshiping and keep that the main focus. When you meet together, worship. Uh, when you meet in e-groups, worship. When you meet in staff meetings, worship. Uh, just remember that worship is what's going to sustain you. Um, a community is going to help with that. Um, organize is going to help that, um, but really it's worship that's going to sustain you for the long haul. So, yeah. Um, yeah, I just want to say thank you to everyone. And um, I was just on the way here this morning, I was just reflecting on how much this is family and it will always be family. Um, and I've known that to be really true um, from, you know, coming across from London and whenever I'd go into any Equippers church, it would just feel like home. And I know that I've always got that here. And um, yeah, I just want to thank you, Pastor Desiree and Pastor Will, for your friendship, but also your amazing leadership and your covering while I've been here <laughs> um, for me and for my family. <laughs> Um, and it's really cool to know that I know you're praying for me to come back. <laughs> so I'll work on it. Um, but yeah, you won't see the last of me. I mean, this isn't the last you'll see of me. Um, but yeah, thank you. I want to also honor all the parents. Um, your kids are phenomenal <laughs> and you're doing a really great job. Um, and it's been an honor <laughs> to pass to them. Um, yeah. And I want to thank my team as well um, and your hearts for children. And it's really awesome to know that... Um, yeah, the, the Alex is now um, pastoring the kids and that um, the team's in really good hands. And I'm really excited to see what God's going to do next um, with the children's ministry. So thank you. Um, love you all. That's me. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, give them a hand. Hey, why don't we grab our seats this morning? Thank you, worship team. Very cool. Before we get into the message this morning, um, we'll cut it. We might have to cut it short. But um, and can I just encourage you, the greatest, the greatest way to live life is in team. The greatest way to live life is in team. You know, many people find companionship in team, whether it's a rugby team, whether it's a, a, any type of sports team, whether it's a, a club uh, of, of some sorts. You find relationship in that, and you find connection around a purpose. 
Can I just encourage you, and I want to tell you now without fail, the greatest team on the face of the planet is called the church. The church has its weaknesses. The church is not perfect. The church definitely misses the mark. But the greatest team on the face of the planet is the church of Jesus Christ because he brings us to a place of salvation. He makes us better, and we have a common cause through salvation and the love of Christ. So can I encourage you, if you're part of the church, get into a, a, a church and get planted in it, serve in it. You will make the greatest teams. How did, how did Liv meet Andrew? Serving on a team. Serving on a team. All right, so I just want to encourage you, get planted in church, serve on a team, and we'll go from there. Amen. 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 Father, we thank you this morning for the love that you have for us, that you sent your son Jesus to die on the cross and, 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 and rise again three days later, victorious through the power of your Holy Spirit, and that now we have personal relationship with a loving God. And Lord, I pray this morning for every single person that they would know that love, they would know that grace, that anointing, and that power in their lives. I thank you that, Jesus, you love us so much that you died and you took our sin on the cross, but now you've also commissioned us to go into all the world. And so, Father, we thank you. Holy Spirit, come and empower us in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen. Welcome to everyone online again this morning. It's great to have you with us. I know there's still a number, a numerous amount of people connecting online. And uh, hopefully, hopefully you'll be able to come out. Next weekend is Easter. We're doing a great big Easter carnival down here or fiesta. I keep thinking of it's an Easter feast because I like food, but it's a fiesta. And um, oh, it's a great opportunity to invite and bring friends along the church to, one, they will hear the gospel, because isn't that the point? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the, just that is the point. Um, but they will also know and, and find a community of people that like to have fun. Uh, and, and we have um, all that sort of stuff, balloons, yeah. bouncy castles, <laughs> food, Face painting, or sometimes I call it vandalism for children, one or the other. Um, and it's going to be just a time where we celebrate what Jesus has done for us and in us and through our, in our lives, and that we could just invite someone. So I want to encourage you this week, get on the phone, text someone and say, hey, why don't you come along to church with me? What, would you mind just checking out church with me? And um, see what God does. Because who knows that, that in every single person, there is something that actually wants to know more about who created them. There's a piece of missing in every person's heart that don't know Jesus uh, that, that he wants to fill. And I really believe that that's just the power of God opening that, thing, that, that up. So, like, don't be so surprised that someone might actually say yes. Right? Because we all automatically think in our mind that they're just going to say no. Well, what happens if they say yes? They come along and, and hopefully experience the presence of God. Amen? Amen. Amen. All right. We're going to get into this this morning. I might have to do it on 1.5 play, but um, hopefully you'll catch up and hopefully we'll keep into it. Um, we are in, uh, we've, I know we've had a stop-start, breaky uh, se series, but this series is called Risk right now. Who likes taking risks? Uh, 
you're lying, you're all lying, or adrenaline junkies. I only know one true adrenaline junkie, and that person has done over a thousand skydives, and so that's how they cl- I class them as an adrenaline junkie. But, um, you know, not, not, we don't really like taking risks. We like living in our comfort. We like sitting on our couch. I'm going to get an amen for all the people online at home right now. We like it. This is like, we should do church like this all the time. No, we shouldn't. I'm just looking at you right now down the camera. Uh, why? Because the Bible says, do not neglect meeting together. But we like our comfort. Who likes comfort food? We need to pray for the Taj Mahal that got burnt down this week. Oh, no, no more comfort food from them for a while. But we like our comfort. But God's called us more, not, not to just, he likes us to be more than just comfortable. We're anointed and we're called. See, see this, I want to encourage us this morning around taking risks in life. You know, with, with everything, even the guys up on stage, they're taking a risk. They're stepping out in faith. You know, who likes, um, I don't know about you, but I've got, I've got three kids and the 14, 12, and 10, and, and um, we go to the pool, and, and there's diving boards at the pool. All right, there's the three meter, the five meter, and the 10 meter, and who knows that they're all talking it up. They're going on the way to the pool and they're talking it up. Ah, I'm just going to do a triple backflip somersault after, off the three-meter diving board. You know, have, we, have you ever lived life talking things up? Ah, I'm going to do this. Or you know, I played a lot of rugby and we all talked about, yeah, we're just going to do a big hit on someone. We're going to smash them. And then in the whole game, no one pulls off a tackle whatsoever. We talk it up. Yeah, kids talk it up on, you know, the three meter, the five meter, the 10 meter. And then, and then they get up there and they stand and you stand on the diving board. You're like, ooh, this is a bit higher than I thought. This is, and, then, and you're there. And, and then because and, and, it's the same height, whether you're standing at the bottom or standing on the top, it's the same height. It's just a different viewpoint. And here's the thing is we've got to continue just getting us, putting ourselves in positions that are going to push us to take risks in Christ. See, risk is about courage. Who knows that to, to take a risk, you've got to have courage. Uh, but courage is also about faith. Because without, without courage, you, you've got to lead into faith. But faith is also then about trust. And trust is also about confidence. But confidence is also about courage. And it just keeps going round and round in circles. In your Christian life, there is there going to be times where God leads you round and round through a process and through a circle just to move you into a place where He's calling you into. See, 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 20. I think I might have missed this one for the production team, sorry. But it just says, this is a new, new international version, is, For the kingdom of God is not a matter of talk, but of power. I, I, I pray, you know, just through this last couple of years of, of church, I've shared this in a couple of spaces, but, you know, we've, we've had all these requirements that we've had to align to, and we've really moved into, into we subtly moved into management church. We had to manage everything. Or oh, how many bubbles do we need? And do we need sign in, sign out? And, and praise God, we're all back together now. It's so good. But we moved into this thing called management church because we had all these, these, these 
boxes we had to try and fit into just to honor and appease uh, like health organize all that stuff, right, for safety. But I, I really believe we've got to make our way back into what God had created the church for. And that's not management church, but it's miracle church. As we're, we're, you know, on the way to the temple, Peter and John saw a beggar and like on the way just to pray, there was a miracle happening because miracle power and risk is in the DNA of, of, of Christians and believers in Christ. And I want to just share this morning two um, examples out of the Bible that are really, really well known. Um, you can have a little game right now. Try and choose what two examples I'm going to use. And um, you can get your neighbor to figure out whether you're right or not. And then um, I want to finish through uh, a passage of Scripture throughout Ephesians. I love the book of Ephesians because really Paul uh, illustrates and, and, and teaches through, through what the kingdom of God is all about. And what, why, why Jesus died on the cross for you and for me and, and the purpose of God. If, if you want to read a whole lot of, uh, uh, like some ama- a, whole lot, or a whole lot of Paul's letters, they're awesome. They're all great. But I'd encourage you to read Ephesians a number of times a year. And so this morning, the first illustration or the first moment in, in, the, in the Bible or the first uh, risk that happened that I want to talk about this morning. Put your hand up. We'll make it fun. Be honest, if you chose uh, Jesus walking on the water. Anyone? No one. No one got it this morning. Oh, well, that's a shame. All right. Okay, new game, Will. All right, new game. Matthew chapter 14, if you've got your Bibles. Many of you will read, know this. You'll know the understanding of it. But I, I want us to de- dive into it just a little bit. Many, so it says this. Immediately, Jesus made the disciples get into the boat and go ahead of him to the other side. While he dismissed the crowd, after he had dismissed them, he went up on a mountainside by himself to pray. Later that night, he was, was there alone, and the boat was already considerably, considerable a distance from land, buffeted by the waves because the wind was against it. Shortly before dawn, Jesus went out to them walking on the, wall, on the lake. When the disciples saw him walking on the lake, they were terrified. It's a ghost, they said, and cried out in fear. But Jesus immediately said to them, take courage. It is I. Don't be afraid. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. Come, he said. Then Peter got down out of the boat, walked on the water, and came towards Jesus. But when he saw the wind and he was afraid and beginning to sink, cried out, Lord, save me. Immediately, Jesus reached out his hand and caught him. You of little faith, he said, why did you doubt? And when they climbed into the boat, the wind wind died down. Then those who were in the boat worshipped him, saying, truly you are the Son of God. Many of you would have heard this passage of Scripture a number of times, many of you would have ideas or concepts or thoughts from it and what God's talking to you about. And, and I want to just share a couple of thoughts that uh, I think when it comes to risk, see, see a lot of the, lot of, I want to focus on Peter here this morning because who knows Jesus had it sorted when it, he had it all down when it came to walking on water. He didn't, he wasn't, he, he was taking a risk. 
He still had to have faith that he could do it, but he, we know that Jesus is God, and so he was able to do it. It was Peter that was taking the risk here. Have you noticed ever in through this passage of Scripture that it was Peter's idea to go out on the water? Have you ever noticed that? It was never Jesus saying, Peter, I want you to get out of the boat and walk on the water. It was always Peter's idea. Lord, if it's you, tell me to come. It was Peter's idea. Here's the thing is, God gives you ideas. God gives all of us ideas. He puts something in our heart. Oh, man, it would be amazing if there was a revival in the university. If it's you, Lord, tell me to come. See, see, God puts ideas in your heart. If you if you work at like 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 I love the fact that we've got teachers at Carrisbrook School where the pajamas are, a lot of the pajamas are going to go to. It was an idea that just said, "Hey, at, at Easter time we buy chocolate and we buy pajamas." Like, what's well, an idea? Why don't we just step out in faith and go, "Hey, I wonder if the school could be impacted by some generosity of a local church." It was an idea that that was placed in. In the church, what are the ideas, what are the concepts that God's put in your heart that you just need a moment to recognize Jesus in it and to say, Lord, if it's you, tell me to come. And he's saying, and Jesus replies, he's like, hey, come. Come on then. He's like, get out of the boat. But how, how many times we, we, we want a miracle, and, but we're not, we're not prepared to just step out of the boat. But here's the thing. God gave Peter the idea. Jesus gave Peter the idea. Lord, if it's you, Peter replied, tell me to come to you on the water. That's a risk. That's a risk. We're, we're, what was, when was the last time you, you asked the Lord? Lord, if it's you, tell me to go. This, this coming Sunday, Lord, who do I need to invite and bring along that we might get into a place where they'll experience your love and your grace and have salvation for their lives? Right now, I guarantee you, I could, I just, if I asked you that question, names would start popping up in your head. Thank you for listening to this message recorded live at Equipus Church, Dunedin. We pray that it blessed you. For more information, please check out equipuschurch.com.